Welcome to the Clifford Chance podcast, where our experts discuss pressing issues and trends faced by the business world today. Just to be crystal clear from the outset, today we're not going to be talking about cannabis for recreational use or the decriminalisation of cannabis. We don't have any samples that we're testing. And there's still actually quite a lot of misunderstandings, even among national administrations, about the different uses of cannabis, with the legalisation of cannabis for recreational use being confused with the need to provide safe and legal access to cannabis for medical purposes to patients who need it. The focus of our discussion today, though, is medical cannabis or medical marijuana, which is prescribed by a doctor to treat a medical condition. But actually, we're also going to talk about some of the other uses of cannabis, which were new to me, I have to say, when I was uh, preparing for this, which is um, cannabis used in industrial products, in foodstuffs and food supplements, and even in cosmetics. So to talk about uh, this topic, I'm joined today by my colleagues, Dr. Gunnar Sachs and Anne-Catherine Bergstedt. Gunnar's a partner in the corporate practice of our Dusseldorf office and a key member of the firm's industry groups, healthcare, life sciences and chemicals, as well as consumer goods and retail. Anne-Catherine is an associate also in the corporate practice here in Dusseldorf, and she specialises in healthcare. My name is Gail Norton, and I head up the firm's EU public policy practice. Our discussion today will look at developments in Europe, and in particular at the EU level, and then we'll also take a closer look at what's going on in Germany. So let's start from the basics, Gunnar. Teach us a little bit about cannabis. Gail, happy to do so. Uh, first, there is the actual cannabis plant itself, as well as its dried flower, the so-called cannabis flows. And there are several substances that can be derived and isolated from the cannabis plant. The plant contains psychoactive substances, including about 100 cannabinoids with different effects, such as, for example, tetrahydrocannabinol, THC and cannabidiol, CBD or dranabinol, partly a fully synthesized THC, and nabilone, a fully synthesized THC. And Gethin, what are the medical uses of these components then of cannabis? Yeah, well, uh, there is substantial scientific evidence that cannabis and cannabinoids have therapeutic effects, such as in the treatment of chronic pain in adults, for example, in cancer disease cases, as anti-emetics for the treatment of chemotherapy-induced nausea and vomiting, or for improving patient-reported multiple sclerosis-specificity symptoms, um, and are effective in the treatment of patients with anxiety disorders, post-traumatic stress disorder, and depression. There is also evidence that um, cannabis or cannabinoids may be effective in increasing appetite and increasing weight loss associated with HIV or AIDS, in alleviating symptoms of mental disorders such as psychosis or tics associated with Tourette's syndrome, and in alleviating symptoms of epilepsy as well as Alzheimer's, arthritis, asthma, cancer, Crohn's disease or glaucoma and that they also help to reduce the risk of obesity and diabetes and mitigate menstrual pain. Wow. So if it's helpful to treat all those issues, and that is a really impressive list that you've just given us, what's going on in terms of authorizations? Let's start off with the EU level. Gunnar, what's the current situation? The policy landscape for medical cannabis is evolving in the EU and worldwide. EU member states still differ in their approach to cannabis legislation including the legislation on cannabis for medical purposes. Currently, no EU member state authorizes, for example, the smoking of cannabis for medical purposes or permit the home growing of cannabis for medical purposes, for the very obvious reasons that you can't accurately measure the doses reaching a patient through this method. And when smoking, there are also a number of harmful substances reaching a patient, tars and particles. Mm. 
A medicine based on cannabis extracts has been authorized in some European countries, and meanwhile four EU countries have even specific legal processes governing the distribution and use of medical cannabis. One medicinal product marketed in a number of European countries contains approximately equal quantities of THC and CBD from two cannabis extracts. This product, which is sprayed inside the cheek or under the tongue, has been authorized in 17 EU member states, meanwhile, and in Norway for the treatment of muscle spasticity from multiple sclerosis. In some of these countries, national health insurance systems will reimburse the costs under certain conditions, such as prior approval or prescription by specialists. However, no cannabis-based medicine has been authorized via the centralized authorization procedure of the European Medicines Agency until today, while only one such product was going through this procedure. In European countries, authorized medicines may include THC and capsules, cannabis extract as mouth spray, for example, and dried cannabis flowers for vaporizing or making tea. And I mentioned at the start that there are other uses of cannabis. And Catherine, can you tell us a bit more about industrial products, foodstuffs and cosmetics? Yeah, sure. That's quite interesting. Cannabis may be added to drinks, alcoholic as well as non-alcoholic, cooking oils and other foodstuffs. When used in foods, CBD needs to comply with the legislation on other foods, although there is not yet a specific category, so a product would be allowed under a general authorization. But there are limits on the amount of THC that um, products can contain. In Germany, we've seen tea made of dried cannabis flowers and leaves, as well as chocolate, biscuits being placed on the market. Cannabis is also used in various cosmetic products in Germany, such as creams, lotions and oils. Yeah, and I think you're hearing more and more, aren't you, about cafes and things opening that are serving uh, products, uh, oils and so on, and teas based on cannabis. So Gunnar, you've already referred to Germany. Let's take a closer look. What's happening here in terms of regulation? Germany is definitely one interesting market. Compared to the past, Germany is getting more and more liberal, and the legal framework on the use of medicinal cannabis has just been revised and further liberalized. Until fairly recently, German law classified the cannabis plant itself as well as donabinol and nabilone as narcotics, and they were not allowed to be placed on the market at all. This changed in March 2017, when the use of medicinal cannabis was finally legalized in Germany, meaning that cannabis plants and their derivatives may now be prescribed and placed on the market as long as they are grown under government supervision. However, there are legal and political uncertainties which are still under discussion, such as, uh, for example, the use of medicinal cannabis for finished medicinal products and for formulas prepared for the individual patient in a pharmacy. Other than for medicinal products, there is no specific legal framework for cannabis-derived foodstuffs or cosmetics yet. However, there has been an increase in interest from growers, processors and manufacturers of cannabis and cannabinoids. Interesting reference there to the growers. And Katrin, what, um, is cannabis legally grown in Germany at the moment? Yeah, well, that is um, still a bit tricky. As uh, we mentioned, cannabis must be grown under government supervision and fulfill strict conditions and respect agreed practices. After the government has issued tenders for growing cannabis between July and December 2018, the first tender procedure has been completed in April, so at the moment German-grown cannabis is expected to be available from 2020 onwards. The German Cannabis Agency will then buy the harvest of medicinal cannabis, which will remain with the authorized agricultural company, which will then market and distribute the harvest in accordance with the instructions of the Cannabis Agency. It will be a highly managed market though. The cannabis agency um, will determine a market price for the sale of the medicinal cannabis to manufacturers and processors. 
including pharmaceutical companies, wholesalers and pharmacies. Imports of cannabis into Germany are allowed so long as the cannabis has also been grown under government supervision in the respective country of origin in accordance with the 1961 United Nations Single Convention on Narcotic Drugs. And what has been the reaction of patients? Is there a demand for these types of products? Yes, there's, uh, there's even a high demand in Germany, since uh, medicinal cannabis can be reimbursed by the statutory health insurance in Germany. The number of prescriptions increased rapidly, and this leads to an increase in the demand for medicinal cannabis in Germany and even caused supply shortages in 2018. Yeah, and I think, but certainly in the UK, I remember there was a lot of press coverage about cannabis-derived products for use in the treatment of epilepsy, and there was certainly a lot of interest in that. So, anne Katrin, how do you think this sector would evolve in the coming years? Well, as we've mentioned, um, the legal situation regarding the use of cannabis in foodstuffs and other products is not entirely clear. There is still a lot of ambiguity. Yeah. So, Gunnar, what, uh, what direction do you think the regulation is likely to take? It is, uh, it is rather unlikely that cannabis will be fully legalized in the next years. Currently, there are no political forces that would actively push this forward. Considering that more and more cannabis-containing products enter the market, it could be possible, however, that the legislator intervenes to clarify the legal uncertainties. However, it is really hard to estimate whether the legislator would want to foster the use of cannabis in food and other industrial products used by the consumer. Okay, so still a lot of uncertainty, but a lot of movement in this market. Thank you both very much. That's been very interesting. I've certainly learned a lot. Just to summarise our discussion, so across Europe, there are many different approaches as regards how to deal with cannabis and its use for medicinal and industrial products. Uh, the revision and further liberalisation of the legal framework for cannabis in Germany has brought much movement to the German cannabis market. And the German market is quite interesting, not least because of this liberalisation. And it's a highly dynamic field with more and more actors trying to enter the cannabis market with cultivation, but also medicinal and industrial products. However, as we've just said, there are lots of uh, legal uncertainties that remain and it will be interesting to follow developments in the coming months and years. Thanks very much for tuning in. You've been listening to the Clifford Chance podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast by visiting cliffordchance.com and you can also follow us on LinkedIn. Until next time.